Hello, and welcome to another unstructured episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts. I am Donald Weigel, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. And I am Catherine Weigel, his charming and lovely wife, and mm. I have lost 150 pounds. And this is our podcast. So charming you are. And unstructured. And unstructured. <laughs> Yes, this week's episode, we are going to talk about weekends and how they are unstructured. And uh, it seems as if some people reel into madness every weekend and can't stay on their plan. They're rock solid Monday through Friday, and then uh, the weekend just comes and it goes to heck. I was going to say, and this is this is for you people in TV land, it becomes a weekend W-E-A-K-N. <laughs> you is, know it's bad when you have a podcast and you make spelling jokes. Yeah, because it's great to make spelling jokes on an audible experience. It is. Uh, so, pal, <laughs> hi. Welcome. Hi. Pow. First, we're going to pal. Before we get to the weekend, we're going to actually do tau, the tip of the week. Oh, the tip of the week. And uh, we are totally structured, actually. So, uh, yes. So, this was, this, it was a red herring at first. Yes, we're we going said to do was... the tip of the week, and then we're going to talk about weekends, and then we're going to talk about pow, pow. the product of the week at the end of the show. That is very structured. Stay tuned. So It'll here be we go. exciting. It's happening. Yes. So, Donald, what is our uh, tip of the week. Tip of the week is if you have a meal out that you know is coming. I, I don't know what to do. That you don't know what to do? What do I do? You're hosting a podcast about weight loss and you don't know what to no, do. No, I'm, I'm like an audience oh, member. You're pre- like, oh, you're acting. Like I'm going oh, like, there's sorry. nothing I can do. I'm going out to work. If you have a meal that you know is coming, uh, plan ahead. Check. That sounds extreme. No, I know. It does sound extreme. Can I just, uh, for a second, digress? Uh, at work earlier this week, um, uh, it sort of came up naturally in conversation that I had lost uh, 100 pounds uh, with a woman who did not know that. And um, she asked me what I did. And I said, well, I counted calories and walked everywhere. And she rolled her eyes and made this noise. <laughs> And walked Gross. away from me. And walked Boring. away from me. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, back to planning your meals out. Um, check out the restaurant's website. Look at the menu. Look at the nutritional information. Sometimes it is shocking and eye-opening. It's terrible. I uh, went out to uh, actually actually the Cheesecake Factory this week. Uh, and For real? For like, not even, like, pretend Cheesecake Factory. And I think they should divide menus by the calorie count, not, like, appetizer, entree, but, like, this is what's 500 to 1,000 calories. This is what's 1,000 to 2,000 calories. Like, Yeah, that is a really good idea, unless you own a restaurant. The, lo- <laughs> the low-cal menu, you're looking at 600 calories. Like, anybody who goes to a restaurant and thinks that they can get away with something under 600, it's basically like water with uh, ice cubes is is the under 600-calorie menu. But you are going out to eat. Many, many restaurants have websites, and they have their menu. Not all of them have calorie counts. But if you go in advance and just look at what is on the menu and decide in advance when you're not starving, that is a huge time saver and emotional anguish saver when you're actually sitting at lunch and trying to decide and hearing what the specials are. Like, don't listen. Don't look at the menu. Yeah. 
Don't second guess yourself. Decide ahead of time and stick to it and tell yourself you're not going to suddenly order the, you know, most uh, unhealthy uh, indulgent item on the meal when you've planned ahead and already picked something that you know is reasonable. Well, and I went to lunch with uh, two naturally slim friends uh, (laughs) who... Uh, and we went to a, a lovely restaurant. I decided in advance that I was going to have a salad. And it, it didn't have to be a party. It wasn't like... I, yeah. Like, it doesn't change... If I get a tuna melt, it doesn't make the time more fun. Now, my friends, naturally slim people, I don't know what they do with all their free time. But both of them ordered... No one does. ...the fries and the big decadent sandwiches. And I kept my salad. And I didn't look at the menu when we got there. I wasn't, like, starving and wondering and and hearing the specials. And so I had the salad. I had a delightful time. I stuck to my goals. I didn't go into the bread basket. And just because they had fries didn't mean that, like, I deserved to also have fries. Uh, so it was a great experience. I planned ahead. Uh, and that sounds delightful. It was delightful. Like, I yeah. was like, look, I'm actually doing it. I'm look, doing what I was going to do. You're there for the company. Do. And, uh, you know... I, of all people, have a hard time telling myself that, you know, every time I go out to eat, I feel like I've got to have a treat. I've got to have something. I've got to make this meal worth it. Well, you know what's worth it? What's worth it is the feeling of satisfaction after sticking to a plan and a goal and um, following through on it. I definitely, uh, I had some smugness. I was like, look at me eating a salad like a grown-up, because I'm a grown adult. You have uh, an extreme amount of smugness in general. I can only imagine how smug smug you were after you stuck to your goal. But it is difficult when I'm with people who just seem like, oh, it must be nice. They can order, like, the triple whatever. And, like, what matters? It doesn't matter that my friend can order the really indulgent treat and only eat half of it and like i don't know what she does the rest of her time can can i also digress for a second we went on a six mile walk this morning i'm yes i'm patting ourselves on the back uh before recording this podcast and we walked past a bagel shop oh my gosh speaking of must be nice and there were two people sitting outside eating bagels and they must have had an inch of cream cheese on top of these things with like tomatoes and they were sipping coffee Walking like idiots. And Catherine, not even as a joke, not tongue in cheek, says, Oh, must be nice. <laughs> like, completely disdainful. Oh my God. I was so like, angry. She was so mad. And for, like, you know, another 20, 30 seconds, she was muttering under her breath until I started cackling with laughter about how upset oh, she was that those people got to eat the so bagels good. and coffee. And look, I could do that. I did that for 41 years. I yeah. sat in, while other people got in fitness and exercise. And uh, yeah, so anyway. So anyway. Uh, to uh, digress from your digression, <laughs> plan ahead. If you are going to a chain restaurant, it is very likely that the calories will be on the menu. If you don't know what the calories are and you're not at a chain restaurant, decide in advance. It doesn't have to be a full party in your mouth. You can order an appetizer or you can order a salad. Yeah, get something with sauces on the side. Order eggs if you're an egg person. They're pretty low calorie, even with the oil that they use at the restaurant, you know, assuming you don't smother them in cheese and other things. But you're a grown-up. Like, at the end of the day, you're a grown-up, and this is your actual life. And taking control of going out to eat with friends uh, can be really helpful. So... 
That's the tip of the morning. Tip of the week. Tip of the morning. Tip of the morning to you. It is morning when we record this, but people might be listening at night. Tip of the afternoon to you. That doesn't really sound right. No. Okay, I think we've beaten this uh, tip of the week (laughs) into a... So let's talk about weekends. Spelled W-E-A-K. Yes, Uh, we are weekend worriers get it ah, yeah again with w-o-r-r-i-e-r so yeah. should i should i start with sort of the life cycle of the weekend i think that's a fine it has idea. a life cycle y'all. i think that is a super fine idea so and, and can we just um start by saying we hear from so many people who say to say i am doing everything i can monday through friday i am rock solid and then the weekend comes and i let it all go uh, and, you know, if you go back and listen to our 365 uh, Surprises episode, we do touch on it there. But now we're going to take a deep dive into, into the a, weekend. Into a life cycle. The life cycle of the weekend. So you've had a hard week at work or as a, as a, as a work at home, a homemaker, wherever you are, you've had a hard week. Friday comes along. It's Friday. We call it Fry-yay. 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 Uh, and... It's like Friday starts the weekend. Like, oh, it's here. You know what? It's Bagel yeah. Friday at work. I'm going out for yeah. for drinks 5 after 1 work. 1 p.m. The I'm, weekend is on. I'm, you know, and I, it it's already starting. So Friday is like the early weekend, right? So Friday, you stay up late. You're it's finally you don't have to work tomorrow. You don't have any obligations. You don't have to be anywhere. So wow, you, this sounds great. You stay up really late. Eating your bonbons, drinking your wine, yeah, just your 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 Seagram's golden wine coolers, whatever that it is. You're Seagram's enjoying Seagram's and bonbon combo oh, is delightful. Everybody loves it. Yeah. So then you wake up late on Saturday. You sleep in. You're groggy. You've maybe had a little bit uh, too much to drink the night before. You sleep in. You want a hearty, delicious breakfast made of carbohydrates. Yeah, of course you do. And then you realize you've got tons of stuff to do. There's stuff with the kids. You got to get stuff done. Or maybe you're super bored and there's no structure. Yeah. What are you gonna do? There's no schedule on a weekend. Ah, what do you do? There's food everywhere. It's like being at Club Med. It's just everywhere. Uh, so you're running around all weekend, whether you're, you have family or whether you're on your own. You're busy. You're bored. Whatever. There's nothing you can do about it. Suddenly, Not a thing. Suddenly it's Sunday and you wake up late again and then you feel guilty. And so then you eat some more and then you're snacking and you're watching football. Yeah, um, football's on. You got to have snacks and beer during football. And then you've got the Sunday of regret. It's like, oh man, it's almost Monday. Like I better get the most out of this weekend. So I better uh, go out to eat three more times and get takeout. Uh, go to Costco and just pretend to be shopping and actually just eat all of the snacks that they, they give away. Yeah, that's I've a, never uh, done that that's also. That's a pro tip. No. A pro- <laughs> I'm just saying, for some weirdo who yeah, would do that. no. I mean, not, not us. We would never eat samples and put on mustaches so we could go back to the same sample tray multiple times. So, you're, you're exhausted, you're overworked, uh, you're, you know... On, on the weekends, you're trying to make every dream come true. You're trying to make it restorative, relaxing. You're trying to get everything off your to-do list. You're trying to get things done for your family, your kids, your parents, whatever. And then it's Sunday night and you're exhausted. And you, you go to bed full, full of regret. Maybe you have drinks. <laughs> drinks. You're, you're full of food and regret. And regret. You've, you've had, you know, cocktails aplenty. You've had uh, church events. You've got picnics and parties and barbecues. Or nothing at all, and you just sit at home eating delicious Lay's potato chips. And you're telling yourself, Monday is a new day, it's the start of a new week, I'm going to get back on track. So then, it's it's Monday, and you work hard for the man, or the woman, or yourself, <laughs> whatever, you're working hard, you're hustling, 
And then suddenly, and, and you have all these these ideas. Oh, man, this weekend sucked, but next weekend's going to be better. Yeah, and you, you're going to stay on track all week. You Monday morning quarterback, and you think, you know what? Next week's going to be different. I'm not going to plan anything. I'm not going to figure I'm it out. I'm not going to change anything. Oh, no, no. But next week but will next be different. But next week's going to be different yeah. somehow. And then suddenly, it's Friday again. You deserve to relax and enjoy and indulge as revenge for a hard work week. And I've planned every every minute of the day, all week, Monday through Friday. I've been so good. I can't plan anymore this week. No, I'm done. Hands can't. are, again, visual here. Hands are being thrown up. What am I going to do? She literally just threw up her hands. I did. For so, you listening in TV land. So this is, this is the life cycle of a week. Over and over and over again. And I did this for 41 years. I'm too tired. I'm too overwhelmed. I don't have structure. I'm bored. I want to enjoy myself. I want to, like, you only live once. Whatever. That took me 41 years of surprises. Yeah. And and if you just keep telling yourself over and over again that, you know, things are going to be different, but you don't proactively make anything change. If you don't make any changes, then nothing changes. (laughs) <laughs> what am I, I going to do? It's too much to take. We're going to take you to math class again, everybody. Now that yeah. you've learned that math is a thing, we're going to take you back. We're going we're gonna to hit rewind. We're going to take you to math town. So, Donald. You can't fight math, which is also an episode of ours that you should listen to. So, Donald. Yes. Worst case scenario, if you begin your weekend on a Friday, your right. Friday. Right. Friday. Uh, so, what? just off the top of your head, what percentage of the week, if you give up, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, what percentage of your week are Uh, you saying goodbye to? Just off the top of my head, it's 43% of your week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to insert that record-skipping sound that only people (laughs) born before 1980 know about. That was more of a dog saying, huh? Let's let's just pause for a moment. 43 43% of your week. If you if you just sort of give up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday and and you know, do what you want. That leaves uh I don't have a calculator in front of me. You're getting 57%. Yeah. That's an F when I grew up. Of goodness. Yeah. Now in today's modern grades, it's probably like a not good a, or something. Yeah, a sad face. A sad face a grade, sad face. but yeah. Whatever emoji you are giving up 43%. If you are 100% Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you are getting an F. You are gaining weight each week. You are canceling out whatever amazing effort you think you're putting forward. And that is grim. And that yeah. was my life for decades. And even if you only indulge on Saturday and Sunday, that is still 28% of your week. You know, that is that is basically barely a C effort that you're putting in. And look, I like to say all the time, you do not have to go from zero to 100 overnight. You know, starting a diet plan, getting on your journey, getting on track. I said journey. Wow. Getting on <laughs> your adventure <laughs> and getting on track. Um, you don't have to be perfect from the beginning. However... It, you are just sabotaging yourself if you're, if you're sticking to a plan for five days a week and then doing nothing on the other two. 
um, all of that hard work is going up in smoke and you're you've got to do something and unfortunately you know weight loss is not going to be effortless it, you have to put in effort to make it work right now you're getting an F we're asking you to put in <laughs> effort exactly uh, but if you it seems daunting it seems overwhelming how am I going to build structure where there is no structure and we actually posed this question in our accountability group. And a lot of people said, it's unstructured, it's unstructured, it's unstructured. And the answer is the question, or the question is the answer. There's Create no structure. a structure. Create a structure. Yeah, and I think step one in that is you, you stop, we have to stop thinking about the weekend as some magical other land. And, you know, magical like a or terrible. Field. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, at Friday after work, suddenly you've walked into, you know, you've walked out of the real world and into weekend land. And it's this fairy land where, you <laughs> this know. This is my time. This yeah. is what, this is where I enjoy my life. This is, it's, it's not some land where calories don't count and, plans go out the window and you have no control over anything and it's a mindset shift but i'm trying to unwind it, it, it begins there you know you still can unwind you still can do these other things but you can't just pretend that you have no control over any of it well, um, and look, it's all just days. It's all days of your life. And as Catherine likes to say, we are grown-ups, and this is really happening. And it's not going to get any better. And whether it's fair or not, it still exists. Well, and I think too, I, you know, and we've talked about this before too. The the idea of when this changes in my life, then I'll take responsibility when the kids are out of the house when the when the the family visitors leave when this work project is over it's always this mirage in front of us and it is never going to come it is never going to be this perfect world where everything is sunshine and rainbows and everything is set up before you for the perfect journey adventure yeah we just did an episode about waiting for the motivation bus well there are lots of buses that people wait for and you know one of them is the bus of perfectness (laughs) (laughs) i'm really good at naming things everyone it's one of my my strengths but if we break down our weekend uh, <laughs> with a letter A. When she says it like that, imagine it is spelled W-E-A-K-N. But, okay, so let's just say your weekend is three days. What if you break that down into its its units? So you've got a snack, a break, a lunch, a dinner, a dessert. Let's pretend that there are five food attunities a day. Whoa, food attunity? <laughs> um, What's that? Um, it is an opportunity to eat. Oh. So if you are giving yourself the club med experience on the mm. weekend where you're like, the kitchen's open 24-7, I keep hoes <laughs> in my bedside. Like, guess what? If you If you just break that down into 15 meal opportunities, so you've got five chances a day to eat. 15 chances to eat. You know what? What if you started taking responsibility for some of those? Not all of them. We're not saying perfect Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What if you just picked a meal a day that you started owning instead of letting it own you. Just just like think about yeah, that. Yeah, start there. We, we can do this in baby steps so it's not extremely painful. 
but pick pick a meal. What is easy for you? What could you plan ahead for? We plan ahead for our dessert. Like I love dessert. I tried abstaining from dessert the other day. It did not go well. Yeah, and we yeah. had. It's we your actually, fault for putting that on our bingo board. Uh, we had uh, we had some friendship time last night and played some games with some friends and. I planned ahead to have some Halo Top, and I planned it in the morning. I said, I am going to have this pint of Halo Top later. Guess what? I planned it. I did it. I'm a grown-up. I made it happen. I stuck to my goals. Yeah, in the past, I would have used a game night with friends as an excuse to just eat extra snacks at night, and instead, I knew it was coming. I, I ate some healthier food before we left, and so I wasn't starving, and then I... I just chose not to eat anything during the game night. When I got home before bed, I know this scares a lot of people eating right before bed, I had my dessert. And I was very happy and satisfied, and I am smugly, smugly I was proud about of to myself. say, he was yeah. so smug. Yeah, so smug. Yeah, get a smug check. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if people outside of California know what a smog check is, but... I don't know, but... We're saying start small. You are not a victim of your friends, of your social engagements, of your uh, church picnics, of your barbecues, of your kids' traveling soccer team. Like, you are a grown-up who can make choices, and you do not have to give in to every impulse and every unexpected trip to Target that you have. Like, you can start planning ahead because it happens literally every week. And and you could listen to this episode every week and go, what am I going to do? It's too much for me to take. Yeah, and not to pat ourselves on the back too hard, I think we also have some good tips in the what to expect when you're expecting company episode, which was about visitors coming and about going to visit people. And um, you can apply some of those own those tips to yourself. Like, when, you know, think of the weekend as the same thing. You know, people are coming to visit. What are you going to do? Well, the weekend comes to visit every week. and um, <laughs> The weekend comes to visit. Some of the things we suggested in that, mostly revolving around planning. You know, something I like to say uh, over and over again, because I think it's funny, is that when you uh, fail to plan, you don't have a plan. Boom. And, I mean, you know, the expression is actually when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And it's true. Um, I try and... Uh, stick to my same meal plan that I do Monday through Friday. I stick to the same thing on the weekend. I eat essentially the same foods. And when I know something is coming, we're going to a movie uh, or, you know, we've got company over or we've got a game night. I try and adjust. I, I, I try and eat some things earlier than I normally would so that I'm not starving. Um, I save some calories for later, for afterwards, um, so that I still have that to look forward to. Um, I adjust, but basically I stick to a, a routine that I stick to Monday through Friday. Okay, so we've got, uh, we've got a lot of tips, uh, to, to throw your way, uh, to, to hopefully help you, uh, make some choices about your weekend. Uh, so I think we're going to kind of rapid fire some things. Um, but what if... You actually had times when you did not eat, when food was not the answer to your day. What? I used to eat 24, like, my eyes would open, and I would be like, food time! Like, I'm awake, yay! Like, I, on the weekends and on the weekdays, I keep a structure. I do not eat until 1230 on any day. And that is because 
when I start eating, I never want to stop. So I yeah. have, uh, some people call it intermittent fasting. I have an eating window. Food is not the answer before 1230. Like I can have a big cup of coffee with half and half, with, which is delicious, but I can not just start eating because that's what society tells me. Big breakfast tells you yeah, <laughs> that you yeah. need to eat breakfast. And maybe that is different for you. Maybe you eat at 8 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock at night. I My eating window is uh, 1230 to 830. Just like you wouldn't feed, just leave a big 25-pound bag of dog food out for a dog, like your day is not a 24-7 buffet. Like you are a grown-up and you can say, you know what, I don't eat between these times. Or, you know what, I eat breakfast and then I don't eat again until 11. Whatever it is, uh, food is not the answer yeah. until 11 a.m. Yeah, what works for me is is waiting as long as possible to eat my first meal because once I open those floodgates, once I turn the key on eating things, I have to keep going. Uh, I mean, well, I, you know, I feel compelled to keep going and it's better for me if i wait as long as possible before i start it's the same thing with my desserts at night i try and stick to very non-triggery healthy you know foods throughout the day and then you know not too long before bed is when i have my treats because once i open the the treat floodgate the treat door um i have a hard time closing it again well and i think Picking a meal that you will control on your weekend, having something that you know in advance, like I'm going to have two eggs and some bacon and a Faya yogurt. I know that that's 400 calories. If you are consistent and just have that as your go-to breakfast or your go-to lunch on a weekend, that takes out a lot of the guesswork. I know you might be going out to, uh, to dinner with friends or to a potluck or something like that. And Start controlling that. It's predictable. You know what's going to be available. You know that you always go to the pizza place with your family. Get a salad and a piece of pizza. Eat the slice of pizza first and then have the salad second so that you're not, you know, finishing with, oh gosh, I'll just have another slice. Um, Have easy go-to suppers for your family or for yourself on the weekends that you know are predictable. You know what? We're going to get a rotisserie chicken and a bag of frozen broccoli, and that's dinner. And then you don't have to guess about it. You don't have to make some big complicated, like, oh, well, when when I was a kid, my mom made big giant meals on Saturdays. That's not what life is like anymore. If you need a go-to meal from from Costco, that's okay. Yeah, it is is fine. You know, again, it's adjusting mindset. Like, you don't have to be the perfect parent who cooks amazing meals from scratch all the time. It is okay to come up with these go-to things that are easy and quick and that you know are uh, calorie-friendly or friendly to whatever plan you're on. Well, and for people who, who have families or have people who rely on them, it can seem like there is nothing can give. You are giving everything to your family. You've got to get the kids to, to practice. You've got to go grocery shopping. You've got to clean. You've got to do laundry, all these different things. There are some things that are going to have to give if you're going to make yourself a priority. Um, I am obsessed with uh, having a clean floor and vacuuming, um, <laughs> mostly because we have a crummy baby kid who yeah. uh, who, who seems to... Our, our daughter actually thinks that Catherine enjoys vacuuming. And what I enjoy <laughs> is not having crumbs on the floor. But it's like, is vacuuming critical to my journey? No, it is not. Like, what is critical is having food in the house. What is critical is uh, being able to plan what I'm going to eat. Like, that is mission critical. But vacuuming can wait. Like, yeah. it, it, it isn't mission critical to, to my weight loss journey. But your health and your weight loss adventure are cannot wait. 
um, you need to be on them now. And sometimes some things have to give. Um, and one of those things might be vacuuming or dusting or having a perfectly, you know, yeah, organized, like, clean junk drawer. Is, is anyone going to die if the beds aren't made? No. Like, that is nice, and it is maybe an obsessive uh, compulsion that I have, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it is, uh, but it is not critical. Like, okay, you know what? I can, I can skip that, and instead I can, I can prep some salad for the week. Um, another thing is, as a, you know, we think we have to go grocery shopping on the weekend. We've got, you know, all these different things we have to do. There are so many delivery services now. Are they yeah. are they optimum? Is it the best thing? No, but sometimes you have to get by. And if you have to get, uh, you know, our, our grocery store has a grocery delivery service now. Yeah, and it's got lists you can make where you can save your favorite items. So it's very easy just to go down and check things that you buy all the time. And it costs a little bit of money, but they deliver it in a couple of hours. And it saves you so much time and effort. Well, saves me. Well, and it, it doesn't have to be a weekly thing. And I know that cost is, uh, you know, or, you know, we have to think about the cost of things, but the cost of our time too. What if you have to get the, all the kids in the car to go to the grocery store, load them in the cart, you pick up impulsive items, they want a He-Man toy, uh, and then they, they throw a fit and you're running after uh, little baby Johnny as he's uh, throwing a fit in the, in the Chex Mix aisle. Yeah. Like, your time Jack's mix fits your your time is money and if there are weekends where once oh one, you know once a month you decide that you're going to get a meal a meal delivery service or a grocery delivery service yeah, that is Amazon okay. fresh or something like I, I find it also helps me from making impulse buys uh, when I shop grocery shop online um, and I know it's not available everywhere but it is available many many places and if I just have a list of things that are within my plan it stops me from going ooh candy aisle while I'm there Exactly. Um, and one thing that I have actually done a couple of times, and I know this episode might run a little bit long. Yeah, we need to phone the home office and let them know that the episode is running long. Um, we get charged by the minute for some reason, <laughs> like AT&T. Yeah. Ma, Ma Bell, 10 but seconds. They might have to start the news a little late because we're going long, people. Um, something that I have actually done on a weekday is I have gone grocery shopping at 5 o'clock in the morning before where uh, Donald might be working uh, early and we can't do our morning walk together. I go to the grocery store at 5 a.m. There is no one there. That is so extreme. It's amazing. But going grocery shopping when no one else is there, when the lines are super short and you get it done in the middle of the week is amazing. Yeah, It saves so much time. I make way better decisions in the morning too and have uh, way more willpower um, in the morning than I do in the evening. And, uh, you know, if I grocery shop in the morning, I, I make much better choices. And... Also, the like for for those who might have kids um, or obligations, can you find a sitter for two hours, an hour on the weekend, so that you can get some things done without the kids? Um, do you have a neighbor or another friend who might be able to swap? Where one weekend you help uh, that parent out for a couple of hours, and then you switch off? Do you have a neighbor or a sitter or someone who can sit and be with the kids so that you can get something done? Um, another huge shift that I had to make for my weekends. I used to tell myself I did not have time. We have a daughter. I started going to bed earlier yeah. and waking up an hour to an hour and a half before she gets up. Yeah. That time is magic. It's huge. It is 
magic. And it is less an issue now because she is a an actual full-blown teenager. Yeah. Um, so it's... Uh, she basically just takes care of herself at this yeah. point. It's autopilot. No, she doesn't. <laughs> um, but that shifting my time, shifting my time so that I am up before her and I can get stuff done has been critical. And I have had to go to bed early. Like we, uh, we had a, uh, some friendship last night and at nine o'clock we're like, all right, good night. <laughs> yeah. We had, in fairness, we get up at like five thirty to go for a walk, but, but shifting your time. And like, we used to stay up until 10 30 11 o'clock at night every night watching tv oh, to at, unwind at least i mean if not you know 11 30 well, we, we, we that was our time that was our unwinding time we have not uh watched the 10 o'clock news uh in years no like, we don't like, know what is going on in society I mean, we don't Seinfeld know who's president is my favorite show ever and it's on at 10 p.m and i can't I have remember the last time i've seen it um so we've had to make a shift we also basically maintain our weekday schedule on the weekends. And that life cycle that we talked about before, where you throw yourself off, you stay up late, you drink late, then it throws off the rest of your week. Like, we're pretty much still in bed at 9, 9.30, uh, Saturday and, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, because we want to get up early to get stuff done, like this amazing and inspiring podcast. Yes. Um, and um, so keeping that schedule... The weekend is unstructured. Guess what? Make a schedule. Like, if you're bored, sign up for a class. Sign up for a sewing class. Sign up for a cooking class. There are meetup groups that do morning walks. Like, take a yoga class. Put some structure in place. Decide when the kitchen is going to be open. I mean, because what's the alternative? That you're just going to keep things the way you are, and then, you know, next year, two years, three years from now, you're just going to look back and be in the exact same spot that you are right now and unhappy with your weight loss journey. You know, as as I did for 40, you know, five plus years of my life, I just you know, said, oh, there's nothing I can do. and But I didn't make any changes to make it right. And you know what it got me? A diabetes diagnosis. Fun. There was actually uh, one of the groups I'm in, a woman was talking about loving her weekends and drinking, you know, basically starting drinking at, at three o'clock on Fridays and not stopping until Sunday. <laughs> and then wow. she didn't want to give up her like fun lifestyle and her her uh, significant other was, uh, was slender and seemed to be able to hold his alcohol. And that is all fun and games when you're 22. When you're 40 yeah. and you're still raging all weekend, like that, it's not as sexy. I'm just going to say like drinking uh, to oblivion all weekend and YOLOing is really not uh, going to be sustainable. Well, and I'll tell you what, if you are 22 listening to this and you have the opportunity to get it together now and not wait until you're in your 40s, please do it. Oh my gosh, don't, I wasted don't so much me. time. <laughs> don't don't be me. You know, just I, I if I could go back and, and do it all over again... The flip side of that, that though, is that it is not too late. Like, it doesn't matter if you're 45, 55, 65, you can change and you can do this. And I know you can, and I know you can lose the weight. You just have to um, put forth the effort and try to plan. Well, and two, I mean, I'd made this joke the other day, like, I count calories because it's like being at a bowling alley and having those little bumpers on the, the the bumper gutter things so that I kind of know what direction I'm going in. And you can go into Friday, Saturday, and Sunday blind 
and exhausted and overwhelmed and expecting to totally rejuvenate yourself with indulgences as revenge for a hard work week or a hard family life. But it's the pattern is going to repeat itself. And you've got 52 chances a year to make better choices. And as we had said before in the, uh, in the 365 Surprises episode, we're not saying shelter in place Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But make a choice. Take that 43% down to 28%. And then maybe take that 20%, 28% down to 14%. If you can take back a day, take back some meals, and make some actual grown-up choices, you can improve your life. Like, we still indulge. Yeah, it'll make a real difference. It will. And pick a day. You know what? I'm no longer going to drink on Saturday nights. I'm just going to drink on Friday nights. I'm only going to go out for one meal a weekend, not three meals a weekend. I'm not going to have carbs when I go out for breakfast. Or you know what? We're going to walk to breakfast instead of drive to breakfast. Make an activity. Make going somewhere just part of your activity. Like, we used yeah. to drive everywhere. Go back and listen to the, the step episode. We have so many ways to get in steps. It's all about building habits that you maintain for the rest of your life. Or you can wait until Monday. Maybe you're listening to this on Monday. And you can sit with regret that you didn't make better choices. And you can go, well, you know what? I'll figure it out next week. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I'll just I'll figure it out in the moment. Nobody figures out things in the moment. Like maybe... Uh, John, what is it? The guy from from. Uh... <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I don't know. What, what was that? Die Hard? Like in the moment, he's like, "I'll figure it out, and I'll save the people in the building." Like, sure, sure, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they do yeah. in action movies. But like, why set yourself up for failure time and time again? Why not make some choices in advance? Like a grown-up person. Like, I don't think I actually became a grown-up until I started this last time journey. I was like, oh, I have choices, and I can make them myself. But why don't we finish off with the... is that have we are we good on weekends? I think have we're we, good. I think we've solved the weekend. Crisis. I think we solved the weekend problem. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> now it's time for our product of the weekend. Since we've run a little long, I think we'll uh, we'll make this quick. Pow! Um, our product of the week is simply a food scale. Um, if you it's are so simple. <laughs> if you are somebody who, like us, is counting calories or or you know, counting your food in some way, having a food scale around is invaluable. Um, I used to eyeball things all the time, and um, he I, has big eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned mayonnaise many times on this. I would just sort of eyeball mayonnaise when I would put it on something. Uh, oh, this probably is, this is probably a tablespoon, and then I actually started Six weighing cups. and measuring it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. And uh, turns out I was way off. So. We will put a couple of links in the show notes to some food scales that we like on Amazon, Um, but uh, it is an invaluable tool that really has changed my life and helped me along this journey. Well, and our uh, amazing accountability group member, Charlotte, uh, mentioned uh, maybe us going into... Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Uh, Going on a deeper dive into how we actually track calories and measure because it seems like a a crazy mystery to many and it it used to be to me. Yeah, and I think we're going to do that episode very soon. Yeah. Thank thank you, Charlotte, for the suggestion. Yeah, so get get a get a head start get a scale we'll tell you how to use it later but uh but it has been uh, a, a game changer for me and in the meantime you can uh find us on 
Facebook. And Instagram at WeOnlyLookThin. And you can go to WeOnlyLookThin.com. And you can go to uh, iTunes and give us a five-star review. Oh, that would be that magical. That burns calories. Yeah, that helps us out very I'm much. bored on the weekend. What do I do? Science I has shown that five-star reviews burn the most calories. They do. And uh, so so thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, for sticking with us on this extra long, extra exciting, long weekend edition. <laughs> <laughs> and whether you're listening on a weekday or a weekend, whether you're measuring your food or just eyeballing it, remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. Asian, Asian, Asian. Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.